Coach, just talk about what happened in that second half where you guys just went four of 30 shooting the ball. <laughs> well, that's 26 of them I've got to explain. Uh, I can think of a couple layups. You know, when it's a two-point game, uh, it's a variety of things, you know. USC, let's not forget USC's top 10 in the country in defensive field goal percentage from two. So shots aren't easy to come by. Um, you know, when you get them, you got to make them. There's certainly more of them, but we missed two layups in a, in a one-possession game that those make a difference. Back-to-back uh, -back layups, you know, I, I thought our defense was really good. This, this is a – I don't know if I've ever been involved with a game that the score doesn't indicate what type of game it was, but uh, – We've got a big week ahead of us to try to shore up some offense. I've been really pleased with our defense. If you look at the Mobley brothers, you know, with the exception of the dunk at the end, they would have had three points between us, between them. So our guys are buying into some things defensively, and, and our offense is behind our defense right now. So that's going to be a challenge for us, and look forward to jumping into it this week. And then to follow up on that, you, you, uh, you know, from, from that first half where you guys uh, started slow but then came back and, and you know, punched back, was it just really on defense where you guys were just starting to be more aggressive? Well, I mean, that's, that's where it starts. I mean, you got to make a couple shots, right? We had, we had a hard, the lid was on the basket for us to start with. And then we hit some shots and got into it, but I was, I was really impressed with our defensive focus. We had, uh, you know, turned them over 10 times in the first half. Our pick and roll coverage was great. Our double team coverage was great on their post-up guys. Uh, there was a lot of defense that kept us in, in, in the ball game. And so, you know, I, we've been sitting in a hotel for five days, not that anybody's going to feel sorry for us, but you know, they're not a soul around. Uh, it hasn't been easy for our kids. And that's what we talked about on our second time out that, you know, nobody's going to feel sorry for us. It's time to wake up you got to go out and make your own breaks. And they sure responded after the second media timeout and started getting into the flow of the game and our bench got involved and it was, it was fantastic. Again, it's just too much pressure. Uh, our offense is putting too much pressure on our defense with teams of this caliber. Larry, when you're in the half court trying to deal with um, a USC defense like that, you know, that's long and athletic, they've got a couple of guys who can really protect the rim. Uh, you know, how, how, how tough is things in the half court for your offense? No, it's, it's difficult. You know, you, you have to have a little bit of a plan and hard to sim This is the tallest team in the country. And uh, if somebody has any suggestions for how you simulate some of that, uh, some of the length and the deflections and the block shots and things, you know, you can talk about it a lot, but that's not us. We're not close to being the tallest team in the country. So uh, some of, you know, some of its concepts, I think film is going to help us when we look at missed opportunities and uh, our guys need to gain some confidence and we need, we, I told them uh, we're going to put some time into offense and we better not forget how important defense is, but we've got to make some strides uh, as we head into conference right now, getting a lot more functional offensively uh, than we have. But having said that too, uh, we come off from playing two really good defensive teams, UCLA and USC. You know, let's not bury our head in the stand because we had a hard time scoring. They're two teams that are elite uh, defensive and rebounding and physical type teams. And look, there's no consolation prizes. But in my mind, we're in a one possession game with UCLA. And for all purposes, in my mind, 
the same thing goes here. We were real competitive on the road and we just, uh, we'll have to clean it up this week, which I, I said before, I'm looking very much forward to. Larry, just to follow it, follow that up. And you kind of touched this already, you know, you're in a one possession game at UCLA. This one was nip and tuck deep into the second half. Um, a lot of the road games last year, you guys would go down big and it would be very tough to come back. Can you take any solace in that you guys appear to be, you know, growing and getting better on the road? Well, you know, I think a lot of people want to talk about, you know, I heard something on sports center after the UCLA game about how we hadn't run a road game since February of 18. I mean, that sounds like 1963. You know, the fact is we didn't win a road game last year and uh, it's life's not easy on the road. And uh, yeah, some of those games were out of it. It's a different season. You know, we're competitive. There's probably less home court advantage overall for everybody. So you know, we're just, we got a different team with a different spirit and, um, each game tells a different story, but you know, I'm, I'm confident we're, we're going to be fine as long as everybody keeps working and, uh, and staying together. Great. One or two games obviously don't make a good sample size, but when you, when you are struggling on offense or different things, you've had a lot of players that have obviously stepped up and done different things and different mixtures. Is this a scenario where maybe you look at offensive units or, or different types of lineups? Obviously, like Ian, he led the team with 10 points, and Pella kind of provides a spark. Are, are there something where those types of guys can come in, or is it still uh, kind of status quo that way, or is, how do you jumpstart it that way? No. I, I you know there's elements to offense. I think, I think there's execution. I discussed this morning at breakfast with our guys. The more games I watch on us, we, you know, we don't do a great job screening. We don't do a great job using screens. Uh, it doesn't have a whole lot to do with what we're running as much as it is kind of a concept of, of getting guys open. And then we need more reps. We need more offensive reps. You know, I'm, I'm watching the Ohio State football game last night. And we played the same number of games that they played. And they're talking about finding some rhythm and, and some different things. You know, we, this is the first couple of games we've played in a long time. If there's one thing that's going to be a little bit out of sync that I'm willing to tolerate, it's going to be some offense. Uh, I'm ultra proud of the way our guys came in and guarded and controlled that element. And I told them they're not going to hear much from me uh, if we play with that kind of energy and, and activity. Uh, and the offense will take care of itself. But we, we've got to make some strides. Uh, it's going to be on us to put our guys in position to be successful. Our guys have to make plays after the play where it's a little bit more of an audible and going to make plays. And a big part of that is having some confidence. And, you know, we had a confidence against Idaho, but it's been a while since we played Idaho. And you need to get some rhythm and you need to get some combinations together. But we don't expect one person to carry the load in, in regard. I'd love to have a team that has five guys in double figures. And we've got plenty of opportunities for guys to to score points. So um, I'm comfortable that that's going to take care of itself. Coach, what are your thoughts on the team just shooting 13% from three? And do you plan to change your strategy moving forward? Uh, no, I'm, you know, I, we missed a lot of open ones that <laughs> in order to shoot a normal percentage from three, you have to make the ones when you're open. There was a two part problem. We missed a number. Uh, we missed in one stretch and, and, you know, I'm, I don't know how you guys watch games, but you, when you watch a game as a coach, it's a little bit different. In one stretch, four possessions, we missed two layups, and then we missed two draw and kick threes 
to perimeter guys that were wide open. And so, however, whether it's a two or a three, in order to not put so much heat on your defense, you've got to be able to knock knock down shots. So, you know, you're on a road, uh, a different environment, whatever the situation might be. Um, there's really not a whole lot that we need to tweak. We need to step up and make some shots, and we need to clear clean a few things up with uh, execution. But I'm comfortable. We've got you know plenty of guys that can put the ball in the basket. Coach, now now that you guys are are uh, done being on the road, you guys have four games at home, but you guys have got a little bit of a shorter turnaround with with the game on Wednesday. How do you guys uh, shift shift gears quickly and move on to Oregon State? Yeah, I don't think that's going to be much of a discussion really this year um you know there's gonna we're gonna start jamming some games in here and some with some short turnarounds you know three games in a week kind of stuff uh i think our guys want to play we need to do that we need to have a couple good practice days monday tuesday but to me finding some of that rhythm is it's better to just be um playing some games and i don't i'm not fearful of a short turnaround really and a lot of a lot of teams in our conference right now are going to be uh, living, I think watch. I think Oregon State, if I'm not mistaken, will will be playing their third game in five nights. So that's quite a bit more of a turnaround. Uh, we'll have a, a little bit more rest time than they will. So I don't think that's going to become part of it. I think this season's going to be a little bit of survival of the fittest to have a mindset and not be thinking that you're playing too many games in a row. So I really don't think that's going to be an issue with our guys. Larry, just to follow up with Trevor asked about the Oregon State game. I'm curious, you know, you guys have played some weird game times, right? Four o'clock, five o'clock. Um, obviously, TV dictates these things. But the fact that that game is at nine, um, what does that do in terms of altering um, whatever game day prep you may have? Well, I've always liked to play earlier, Josh, personally. But um, it just means we have a little bit more time to maybe get some things done and shoot around, you know, give you an opportunity to take a little afternoon nap and those kind of things. I've never been a fan of, of a late game, but uh, it is what it is, you know, the proverbial saying. And to be honest, like for me, a nine o'clock PM game drives me crazy all day. But once the game starts, you forget when you're playing. You don't remember when you played until the game's over. And then you go, oh man, do I have the evening ahead of me or is it midnight kind of deal? So I, uh, I think we'll be fine in light of the circumstances. And as you said, we play so many different game times. It's not like we were in a rhythm, you know, to play at seven o'clock every night and this is going to throw us off. So uh, I think we're all going to be cool with it. Larry, I thought uh, Ian Martinez's aggressiveness was, was kind of a bright spot for you. So I was wondering if you could discuss that. And then also how Brandon Carlson came out of that really hard fall he took. And, and if he seems to be okay, but just wanted to check on that. Yeah, no, thanks for, thanks for asking first with, uh, with Brandon, he got the wind knocked out of him, um, you know, and, and convinced me and Trevor, our trainer, that he was fine. And you know, that was certainly the, a much better result than what it looked. Um, and Ian continues to play with a lot of energy, you know, I think both he and Pella, uh, a couple of freshmen on our team bring us some athleticism and some size that we certainly need. And they're getting more and more comfortable. Um, you know, in their roles and what they're doing and, and get some hands on balls, I think some deflections and, and Ian's a guy that can pick the ball up, you know, three quarter court, make a guy work, um, which is, it's, it's going to be helpful for us. And he's, he's doing nothing in my opinion, but getting better. seems like each week.